As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Three hundred and sixty-five more days, or I guess four more days. That we have to wait for Halloween again next year. Feels too dang far away. I've been boycotting. Like, should I? I'm going to bring Grant up in a second, but should I keep Halloween decorations up for as long as possible? Grant, what is your? Are you leaving Halloween decorations up for a longer time? I started to strip them. Yeah, half of them are on my kitchen island. I have to take the prints out. I am making the transition. I am. And my only reason being, oh, well, aside from having them up for two months already, because realistically, (laughs) we started like September 1st. Yeah. Is that it's very like dust heavy. 
and allergies are getting worse. Sorry, I'm taking off my sweatshirt if I'm sounding further away from the phone. I got really hot all of a sudden. Um, it's just dust heavy and it's like, it's winter time and I'm sneezing a lot. So it's literally just like a nerdy allergy. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of, and I'm sorry if I say your name incorrectly, Damari said that my Christmas thing this year is nightmare before Christmas. So the decorations are staying up, which is a great idea. Oh, brilliant. That's, That's genius. So smart. We should do that. Yeah. I did tell Nick, Nick just went yeah. to a concert tonight and he left and I told him I was going to take the decorations down tonight and like clean the apartment. But what if he comes back and I like put Christmas decorations up and keep all the Halloween up? Oh, I think we could. <laughs> well, I think also another, one of the things that you and I have, Sabrina, that would work out for, for that is that we have the black candles. So it's like, you could just use your candelabras, your candlesticks to make it pretty. I was cold before, Sabrina. You and I were both talking about how cold we were. And now as soon as we started talking about ghosts, like the second we went live, I started profusely sweating. I'm just nervous. <laughs> like I get excited to do this, but I also get really nervous because everybody's here on stage. The nice thing is no one has to see you. No, it's it's more just like the stories that we hear. They enter my nightmares every night. Wait, okay. So last night, Nick and I, there's I think I've told you about the street crin where it's the house that's on the corner of 16th street uh, on like north of montana neighborhood in santa monica that goes all out for halloween like that block they literally the police block it off like no one it's walking only no cars can come and go on just like that block and then they have like so much decor outside they truly hire a team to do the decor outside that people line up to walk around the perimeter of this house like the days leading up to halloween and on halloween and remember how I've always told you my dream is to have a nice big house and every year host the biggest, baddest, spookiest Halloween party where I hire a set production crew to like make the home itself a haunted house yes. and in order for people to get to the party. They have to go through the haunted house and then they can go to the party, which is going to be outside. Isn't it Christina Aguilera that does that to her house? Like not Heidi Klum's Halloween party, but like Christina Aguilera's actual home. I think she has that done. Oh, okay, that's my dream. But so this place, we Nick and I walked to the neighborhood yesterday, and there was this long line, like way longer line for this house to walk through the the decor than usual. And then all of a sudden, we hear people screaming, mm. and I see they have a freaking haunted house set up in their front yard. And so you, we went through this whole line and they let you into the haunted house. And granted, it was like kind of kid friendly. So there were like only a couple people who jumped out, but I was like, they are literally leaving my dream or living my dream. So I'm thinking about writing them letters, kind of like the watcher and putting them in their mailbox. <laughs> oh God. Be like, let me be on your scare team. And they're like, ew, creepy stranger. Why? Can I please be your friend? And then they also have like in their backyard, which I'm sure is gorgeous. They have a pri- like a private party that you have to be on their guest list. And there's a back entrance with security wow. guards. I'm like, oh gosh. They have it figured out. I love that. You definitely should be that person wherever you end up buying a house, Sabrina. That's all I want. I have diverted my plans based on what I've seen on social media. Um, and mm-hmm. I saw a couple or like a family that instead of handing out candy, they set up their grill at the end of their driveway and just passed out hot dogs, like made hot dogs live. And I want, I think I want to be the hot dog oh. house. 
That is so fun. A hot dog house. That's so much better than like the penny house or just like you don't get remembered for just regular candy these days. No, you don't. Even full-size candy. I mean, that's when you know you made it, right? Like when you can afford to give out the full-size <laughs> candy bars. I did love um, – Nick and I did trick-or-treat a couple times last night. Yeah, You did? I, I was like, can adults have candy too? And I said, of course. Of course. Um, okay, we'll get to the ghost stories in one second. And there's also absolutely – uh, no theme tonight, so anything goes. But Jen just posted a worm meme, and that reminds me: Did everyone see Heidi Klum's costume? <laughs> it was so wild. It was unreal. If anyone hasn't seen Heidi Klum's costume, you have got to look it up. She went as a worm, but not like, not like a cute, it's like a scary, disturbing worm. It was like truly like a if you took a. Yeah, like a very close-up, like, microorganism camera or whatever and tried to get so dang close to a worm. Like, you saw the textures, the different variation of colors. She looked so scary. All you could see were her eyes. And then she got down onto the ground and started moving around like a worm. And then her boyfriend was, or whoever that guy was, was the fisherman, like, using her as as bait. <laughs> it's so Oh, my God. Funny. It was, yeah, it was a... Uh, Genesis, I agree. Genesis said the worm reminded me of the hyper-realistic SpongeBob pictures. And that is so what it was. It was like a costume that could be really funny, but was so like executed a little too well, where it was just like, oh. How do I react yeah. to this? Yeah. Whoa, that's so, so wild. But loved it. Uh, and I can't wait for next year. Um, it will come very soon. I know that. And yeah. You know, I'm going to brainstorm my costume starting now. And I say this every year, but we'll see. I, that's my New Year's. This is our New Year's resolution time. Screw January 1st. November 1st, the day after Halloween, is when we do our New Year's resolutions. Um, okay. Yes. But yes, it's ghost story time. That's what we come here for on Tuesdays. And I'll say okay. it again, just as a little reminder, please try to find a quiet place to tell your story so everyone can hear it. And so that we can properly replay this on the podcast feed for the whole world to listen to and enjoy. Yeah. Because also I'll just say, I feel like the worst and we feel so horrible and guilty when someone's audio does not translate to the actual recording that we get in the end at the end of this. And then sometimes we do have to cut people's entire stories out before we publish it. We don't want to have to do that. We want everyone to hear and for you to be able to revisit your own story. So exactly. Quiet room. Quiet room. And then if you can try to keep your story to five ish or so minutes. And I know a lot of people have multiple stories and want to share all of them, but try to pick one to two shorter stories to share. And then you can come back or email us your other stories. Yeah, perfect. So I'm going to start with Shaylee. And then after that, I'm going to do Maeve. And Corinne, you're going to be shocked. Shaylee has a dog photo. I am shocked. How out of character for you, Sabrina? Hi, Shaylee. Oh my goodness, this is crazy. I never think I would ever get on here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what is your dog's name? My dog's name's Journey. Oh, hi, She's Journey. Really cute. The picture kind of cuts her face in half. I couldn't figure out how to adjust it. She looks very regal, though. <laughs> well, I'll keep my story short. Um, I lived in this house, like, my whole entire life, and it's, like, quite haunted. Like, 
I used to go to bed as like a little kid and like I would have friends come over and they would say like there's a weird creepy like man figure standing over my bed and like he would move my door he would like he would play with like my kitchen set as like a kid when nobody would be home it would just like my mom and she would like go down there and like the lights and the bubbles (laughs) she just had to take the batteries out of it because he would not leave it alone he was just kind of like really weird like weird not a lot of people saw him but like only a certain amount of people would see him so it'd be like did you ever see him it sounds like people saw him standing over your sleeping bed like when you were in your bed sleeping yeah my sister said that he would always be like anytime she would come like in my room as a kid she would always find him like just hovering over my bed and he would turn around and like disappear oh oh my gosh yeah and then he also kind of, like, Your whenever I mother. saw him, he was, like, in my door one time. <laughs> and, like, I would, like, scream out and be like, hey, who's there? He would never answer. They would, like, he wouldn't move or do anything. And then, like, someone would come down the stairs and he would just vanish. It was really weird. And then interesting. he kind of looked like the Grim Reaper. Like, that's, like, the only thing I could, like, describe Or, like, he had, like, a really, like, cowboy hat kind of looking thing if he ever like changed his look but he most of the time looked like the grim reaper I, have you I heard of hat man, man. could it be guys? but he doesn't <laughs> oh he doesn't seem <laughs> like the hat man he like hold like the little like stick thing that the reaper would hold he oh gosh was terrifying hmm. as a kid. <laughs> it's also so weird because he's yeah. like turning on the bubbles and like the, playing with your kitchen set like that does feel really youthful and childlike so uh, were there multiple ghosts or is this just a ghost who i don't know has many hobbies i don't at the time i only thought that there was one ghost but like so that ghost left i don't know where he went he hasn't shown himself in a really long time but then good riddance like he i had two other ghosts that are like i think that are twins and they live in like my laundry room and, like, I think it could have been them because, like, they never shown themselves to me before. I've only seen them in my dreams. Yeah. You know, I like to think that it's this it's this person who passed away or some sort of, like, spirit or energy who's there but lived maybe a long time ago. And so all of your toys are exciting and new because they never had those things. They're, <laughs> they're like, what's this? Oh, what's this? I pretend to cook. I always thought. But also, it's, like, really funny because, like, the people that lived in my house before, like, always kind of, like, came back and, like, oh, I just like to see your progress on what you guys do with this house. Because the lady, like, built it or did, like, a lot of remodeling when she lived here. And, like, always as a kid, we always did, like, a joke that he, um she killed her husband. Her husband and cause her oh, husband just- <laughs> disturbing childhood joke. I know. <laughs> yeah, the very disturbing childhood joke. <laughs> And one time when I was remodeling my living room upstairs, we had a really old fireplace. It was like all like lava rocks. It was from the 70s. And it was just like completely black and like really creepy looking. And it had like creepy vibes. And we always thought she just hid him under there. And we opened it up one time and it was all empty in there. We never found anything. But 
We always just said that she buried him in the fireplace. <laughs> Has anything happened recently? I mean, yesterday was Halloween. You know, the veil to the other worlds was at its point. Um, I actually didn't have anything spooky happened yesterday. Surprisingly. Well, that's good. good. <laughs> I'm glad. Like, there's always something creepy going on in my house. <laughs> I also used to have this one lady. She used to sit in my vanity and, like, do her hair. Do her hair, like, in little pin-up curls. And just sit there and, like, watch. And she had, like, really long hair. And then at the beginning, she wore a white dress. And, like, throughout time, her dress started to get darker and darker and darker. And she would turn around at me. <gasps> and she had, like, what? face. Like, her face was, like, all skeleton. Oh, I don't know. Why Why do I feel sad oh by God. that? No, I'm not sad. I'm scared. I have chills. My goosebumps. <laughs> I know. Ooh. Right? And then during that time, she had this uh, man sit there and watch her. Like, he, it seemed like an old, like, past lover was sitting there watching her. Or, like, a stalker kind of thing vibe. Watch her do her. This makes me even more sad. I I haven't seen her in a while. She also left. I don't know where they go. I'm okay with it when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, that's like the weird wow. stuff I have going around. <laughs> I I want to oh ask gosh. you where your okay. house is and if you can send us the address, but I not on here. Not on yeah. <laughs> don't tell people on the internet. I want to know where you live. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, <laughs> good stranger <laughs> danger. Even against Sabrina, <laughs> Kurt and I just show up to your house. Hello, with our EMF readers. We're like, <laughs> we know you're in there, which we don't even know how to use. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shaylee, thank you for coming on and sharing this with us. We hope that yeah, you don't welcome. experience for having anything me. scary. <laughs> yeah, of course. Sorry, it wasn't thank like all put together like everybody else. I just kind of put the button and was like, we'll see if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, was amazing. Ghost stories live. That's the beauty of it. Sweet. Thank you. Have a good one. Um, has anyone ever bought a weighted blanket? Because I just bought one. And it is the most comfortable, incredible thing I've ever owned. And I don't know why it took me so long. I, one, it it helps so much. It was like falling asleep, staying asleep. Two, it makes making the bed so much easier because you don't move out, move around as much. Okay. Wait, Shaylee's story reminded me. One of our listeners, Caroline, she DM'd us today or maybe it was yesterday because she found the house in Chicago, like went by the house in Chicago that we had covered on episode 190. In our October, like demonic, it, it was the episode called This House is Haunted. And remember, it was the house where they had rented it out to renters eventually once they were too spooked and moved out. Oh, yes, okay, so yes, she, yes. Found, she, she found, found that house and went up to it and basically asked to the people if they knew that their house was haunted. What did they say? Um, they So they were renters. So it's it's being rented again. And the people were really intrigued and really fascinated by it. I wish, I wish we could find her and, and bring her up to tell us. But um, yeah, Caroline said basically that they were really fascinated, that they weren't really that scared. They were just like, oh, nothing's ever happened to us. That's so wild. And then... Kind of directed them to our pod, our podcast, and I think, and that's why we drink also covered it, and she directed them there as well. Uh, but basically, to be like, yeah, oh if you want to learn about like the first televised exorcism, it was in your 
where you live and you can learn all about it on these podcasts. And I just think it's so hilarious that that she did that. That she walked him to the house. Like I I presume it was during trick or treating, right? And was like, Hey, do you know that your house is I want to know everything. Okay, do you know what, what her name was? Oh, yes. It was Caroline. Okay. Caroline posted, follow up to episode 193, This House is Possessed. I just went to the former Becker House IRL in Chicago, the two-flat Chicago's word for duplex, from the first televised exorcism still stands today. The facade and interior have been updated, and I met the kind couples who rent the upstairs unit and first floor unit. I just love that Caroline just went up to the door (laughs) to celebrate halloween i wanted to walk by the home after digging a bit to find the address the couples who live there now were outside passing candy okay that's nice i was nervous to say anything but my husband made me say hello i asked if they knew the history of the house and they said they didn't know anything and then were like did someone get murdered here i said nope but do you want to know the story oh my gosh i love this so much they said yes so I told them about the televised <laughs> exorcism slash haunted happenings and showed them the video. When one of the women saw the video from the 1970s, she immediately reacted, oh, that's our house. They haven't experienced anything and the home today. Seems like it's full of love and warmth from meeting them and being outside on the steps with them. I didn't go outside, go inside though. The current residents were so kind and lovely and the dogs are adorable. They were good sports and didn't seem spooked. They gave us candy and spiked cider. Although they probably were terrified when they went to bed last night. <laughs> um, I know. Uh, Caroline said, I also told them about the movie being produced by Screen Gems on the house's story, which they were unaware of. Um, they did say the basement was creepy, but all old Chicago basements are, from my personal experience, creepy. The building owner does have one portion of it blocked off, dot, 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 probably for storage. Wow. Okay. I can't even imagine being... In a house, not knowing that it was the first televised exorcism, not knowing that it had a history of being haunted, and then going to the movies and literally like seeing my house basically and learning that I, yeah, I live there. That would be so scary. (laughs) I mean, let alone a stranger telling you that your house is haunted and then having to go back inside and sleep in it. I know, but Caroline's awesome for doing that. I love that. I so appreciate it. Yes. We'll have to tell Caroline we shouted her out tonight. Okay. I said I was going to bring up Maeve, if Maeve is still here. And then after Maeve, I will bring up Lachin and then Jonina. 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 The holidays are coming up, and one of the things that I've been struggling with is just figuring out what a good gift for family members would be, especially like my parents, my grandparents, people who seem to already have everything. And that's why I'm so excited that we get to work with Skylight Frame. Skylight Frame is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It only takes 60 seconds to set up, and it's just so convenient. You can add multiple people to send photos to the frame, and sending the photos is super effortless. It takes only a couple seconds to do so, and then it pops up in the frame almost immediately. So it's a really great way to feel close to the people around you. And I feel like especially for new parents and grandparents, this is like the most epic gift that you could ever get them. It has a black frame and a white mat. It has a vibrant touch screen display that lets you swipe through photos and even tap to heart and let the person know who sent it that you really love it. There's two size options to choose from, 
And you can also preload it with photos of special memories for a perfect personalized gift. I think that sounds great. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they will offer you a full refund. Now a special offer. You can get $15 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code GIRLS. That's right. To get $15 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code GIRLS. That's S-K-Y- L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com, promo code GIRLS. Who's that little Hello. cute little chin? <laughs> um, so that is my cat Freya. We also call her Bean. She's staring oh. at me from the corner of the bed right now. Very grumpy because I moved. <laughs> is Freya the goddess of cats? Is that what it is? She is. She's the Norse goddess of uh, love, magic, sex, war, all that happy fun stuff. And her chariot is pulled by two cat oh perfect that you named freya that well it's kind of funny because my uh, partner's nickname is also loki and if you know anything about norse mythology loki and freya have a little bit of a bad history and when we adopted her she actually like (laughs) scratched his hand really bad because she was she was <laughs> a significantly less snuggly cat then than she is now. Um, Aww. <laughs> all she needed was a little bit of love. Yes, yes. She's done a complete turnaround from where she was a couple of years ago when we adopted her. Well, I love that. She's living up to her name, but also becoming just like the best house cat ever. Oh, oh, very much so. And I love the picture that you chose because I'm a sucker so, for the shiny, do you see dead shiny lips. <laughs> but I actually have some alien stories for you. Oh, even better. Um, I emailed this a couple of these um, a while back, but I'm not going to lie. I'm behind on the podcast. Um, but then I had another okay. accident happen fairly recently. So a couple of years ago, I want to say summer of 2019, my partner and I had gone on a late night grocery run. And as we were coming in and like bringing all of our stuff inside, I looked up and like just outside of like what my field of reach would be if I were to put my arm like straight out there was this weird floating ball of like what looked like fire and I looked at my I looked at Loki and I was like you see that right and he's Mm. like yeah I see that and then it just I don't know I saying it disappeared doesn't quite capture what happened but it just like zoomed off and vanished in an instant and we were both like okay that was really weird and then this not this past weekend, but the weekend before, we were on a trip uh, to my family's cabin, which I assure you, it sounds way bougier than it actually is. Uh, <laughs> and we were looking out on the lake, <laughs> and I saw the same thing again. It was a lot further away this time, but it was the same ball of fire, and it disappeared in the exact same way. So it's following you. That's so creepy, though. It's not just like an orb. It's a ball of fire. It was so weird. Like, at this, now that I've seen it twice, I'm not so sure if it was an alien, per se, as maybe like a Will of the Wisp, like maybe the Fae or something like that. But yeah, it's definitely weird that I've seen it twice now. But then uh, in the winter of 2020, I was out driving. I was doing DoorDash at the time. And it was late at night and like we live out in the country, so it gets extremely dark. And I'm like mm. driving down this sort of main road, which still only has maybe one street light every like mile or so. And about maybe 50 feet above the road, I see this collection of lights. It's like blue, 
red, green, you know, colors and all that. And it's just sort of floating. And then just like with the like ball of fire, it just Mm -hmm. zooms and disappears. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe it was a firework because it was really colorful. But I was like, if it was a firework, I would have heard it. Yeah. It wouldn't have just like floated and hovered like that. When I got home and I told Loki about it, he's like, it's probably a drone. I'm like, I've never seen a drone move that fast, though. Right. And also, you've now seen strange things in the sky three times. Exactly. (laughs) And there's only so much rationalizing you can do. Right. Because the first, you know, the first one, I was like, if if he hadn't seen it, I would have just assumed that maybe it was like a streetlight reflecting off of a window or something. But he could see it, and like we both reached out to try and touch it, and that's when it, you know, went off to wherever it decided to go next. And he saw the one floating over the lake, you know, the last weekend. And he, then he was like, you know, that might just be one of the lights that's down there. But I asked my mom the next day if there were any lights around that area. And she said, no. This is just reminding me of all of those experiences people have had where I just see them all the time on online, like on YouTube and on TikTok or whatever, where they're like, look at this weird cloud or look at this weird like star or something that's reacting. It appears to be something that would like naturally occur here, but is not acting the way that something would naturally occur. And so people talk about it being like some sort of UFO and having some sort of like weird cloaking device or or strategy I guess that like doesn't always work and I feel like these fireballs and these lights might be maybe it's a version of that like maybe you saw some UFOs has everyone or has anyone because I doubt everyone has but has anyone seen the new season of Unsolved Mysteries Corinne I started watching it on your recommendation but the second episode Mm -hmm. is all about a whole town that basically witnessed a ufo encounter wait is this the aerial school phenomenon is that the one uh, i don't remember if that's what it was called let me see it, it was in no, africa maeve have you seen it um i haven't seen it but i am familiar with the aerial school phenomenon there's a youtube channel i follow called bedtime stories that did an episode on it and that's oh okay i need to watch that it's really wild is i think that's the episode i was listening to when i saw the lights in the in, in the winter time Wait, I, really? I'm pretty sure, because I think that was right around the time that I discovered Wait, they knew. So I was just binge listening to it, and I'm pretty sure it was that episode. Because I remember it was that was about the time of year when I was getting to that point. So That makes That's it so creepier. I know, it almost makes me think, like, maybe there is something in our subconscious where, like, we don't realize we're opening ourselves up and somehow, like letting out some sort of beacon for them to come near us, but perhaps we are and maybe listening or watching that is oh, what caused it for you. Well, I, I'm also just a beacon for a lot of things. I've emailed the show a couple of times, uh, but I'll have to email again. Cause I I've gotten better at like telling my story more concisely. And also in the original email I sent, I, <laughs> I, this is embarrassing, but I couldn't tell your guys' voices, voices a part of the time because I was like on episode 16, I <laughs> think. So I confused the two of you in the email. So 
You know, some people are five, five years in and still don't know the difference. So it's okay. (laughs) Very okay. We don't mind. You can just respond to that email you sent. And and if you, if you want to rewrite it, but I'm sure it's great. We will pull it up ourselves and I will swoop it from Corinne calling it nose goes. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. (laughs) But thank you so much for sharing, Maeve. If you ever see something in the sky again, please let us know. And hopefully you don't get abducted unless you want to. I don't know. I want to. I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You know, like a bucket list thing. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully it's friendly. Right. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Maeve. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. I really want to grab Leia. She's snuggled on the bed, but I feel like she'll be upset with me for waking her. You need comfort Mm. animal. Um, People are suggesting similar to our all demon month that we do an all alien month. <laughs> I'm not opposed. Actually, you uh, will all be pleasantly surprised or not surprised because I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's an alien episode coming out on Sunday. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Okay. I'm going to bring up Lockin and then Yonina. Perfect. 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 Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh. Wait. Okay. Hi. I'm totally blanking. Hi. What is the costume in your picture? Oh, that's just me. <laughs> oh, it looks like the Margot Robbie. What's her name? Why am I blanking on that? Harley Quinn. Okay. Oh, like the ha- oh yeah. I get that a lot at work. <laughs> Wait, I love like, your hair. Thank you so much. And such an amazing move to dye your eyebrows too. That's so, yeah. you look amazing. So cool. Was, thank you so much. It was really scary the first time. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm mistaking. <laughs> I thought that I was just listening to your podcast because I normally just have it on. I'm trying to catch up. And then you called my name and I was like, oh shit, this is alive. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> okay, wait, how do you pronounce your name? It's Lakin. Yeah, Lakin. Like Lakin. Lakin. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone gets it wrong. I'm not offended. It's a really cool, unique name. I, the same. I Thank love it. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> I, have, I have a macaw here at the house. So if you hear screaming, no one's dying. It's just the bird. So let me prepare you. Okay. Um, I love that. Oh, I don't even know where to start. I have so many stories. Like my boyfriend is haunted as fuck and I've always seen stuff. But I think the craziest story was he was being a travel nurse in Maine and I was there with him. And like, I really stopped like seeing the things that I normally saw. Like I always, I've always seen like ghosts and people walking around and like usually see a lot of stuff. So I was trying to like open myself up again and like start to experience things again. But it mm-hmm. was so different than I expected. So I woke up one morning and the bathroom sink was just turned on and the drain was plugged. And like our whole house was just flooded. Clean everything up. And I didn't, I didn't even think that was anything weird. I was like, okay, maybe something happened. Maybe one of us left it on, like trying to like figure out. And also you're cleaning up like a flooded home. So you're kind of preoccupied with yeah, cleaning. But then the weird part yeah. was later that night, I was on the phone with my dad and he was telling me about his, like he got a new car and we were just talking about it. He was driving around and then the phone kind of like went silent and cut out on his end. And I was like, hello. And then all of a sudden it, it was like five minutes of just, it sounded like, you know, in the movies when it's like metallic creaking and like water bubbles and you could hear like the car sinking. Like I just, it, it sounded like there was a car underwater and I could just hear pounding, like someone was pounding on glass and like muffled gasps. And it was so terrifying. And I could just imagine what it felt like to not be able to breathe and be trapped like that. 
it went on for like five minutes and I put it on speakerphone and I went to my boyfriend. I was like, did he crash? Like, I don't know what's happening. Like it, that's exactly what it sounded. Yeah. For five minutes. It was five minutes long. And then finally I heard like one last bang and it sounded like someone just released all of their air. And then it was just like bubbly noises and creaking. There was no more like banging sounds or anything. And then the phone hung up and I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) it was the scariest thing. But it was just so weird that it, like, the house flooded that morning and that call was that night. So those things together, I don't know, it was a big coincidence. Or not a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. It was a coincidence. I mean, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the terror that you must have felt experiencing. And also, like, just the confusion, right? Of, like, putting it all together and being like, yeah, because I don't think it was like a couple days later when I realized that those things happened on the same day. And it was the day after that I was like trying to trying to communicate with like spirits. And because I'm I have a lot of experiences and most of the time it's not frightening. But they're pretty sensitive. So I can tell when mm-hmm. things are like dark or uplifting or anything. And I I don't know. It was just it was a lot. Any, did anything happen after that? Or was it kind of just like, it sounds like, regardless, it sounds like a spirit was trying to get across like how they died. Yeah. But that's one of the things, cause like, I, I feel like I'm able to see and experience things for a reason. And I wanted to be like, okay, well, if there's a reason for this, like maybe people just need to tell their stories and maybe that's what's keeping you from being able to move on. So like, if you want to come and speak to me or even just, you know, tell me your story so you can move on, you can do that. And then that happened. And I was like, well, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. (laughs) Right. I mean, because, yeah, like, and you're like, oh, I'll take on some of the emotional, like, burden and and let you dump your stories onto me. But then your house gets flooded and you basically have to hear what it sounds like as, like, someone drowning. That would be so traumatic to actually... It was was very, it was very frightening. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now I'm just thinking about how people say water has memory. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had a, I wrote on a piece of paper, just please turn the sink off. Like, and I had that in the bathroom for a long time and it didn't happen again. So okay, good. That's good. Wow. Well, it sounds like you have a ton of experiences that we would love to hear. I do. I need to write some emails. I just keep getting sidetracked, but I'll send you some stuff in. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. And come back here and we can bring you up again as well. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I just love ghost stories. I know. I'm a little tongue-tied after that one. Flabbergasted. That's injury both to your your psyche and also to your home. That goes double dip. It's like, let me get into your mind and also ruin your floors. There's a book that I just read and I'm blanking on. I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before, but the concept was this woman in her, like this elderly woman who lives in this town, everyone thought like murdered someone and she was never, there was never any evidence of it. And then there's this present day, there's this young writer who like starts investigating the story and befriends her and she goes to her house and it's super Mm -hmm. haunted and there's a ton of paranormal activity. And I think like one of the things is like the bathroom faucet keeps turning on. Oh, so creepy. That's a a little bit of a woman in cabin 10 as well. Love that book. Okay. I'm going to bring up Yonina. I remember Yonina was teasing us with some stories a few weeks ago too. Hi. Hi. Oh, this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, where are you calling in from? Iceland. 
Okay. Oh my god. The only reason I know how I knew how to pronounce your name before was because one of my best friends is named Freya, and her sister is Yonina. So we said it correct, right? It's Yonina. Uh, almost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. Teach us how to say it. Oh, Yonina. Yonina. That's Yonina. a lot better. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep practicing as as the night goes on. All right. Well, Iceland's super haunted. Uh, when I I saw quite a few. I went. I mean, I was mostly in, um, well, now now I'm, like, shy about trying to pronounce the name. <laughs> Please, like, I'm not judging. <laughs> I was there for most of the time and saw some of the haunted places while I was there a few years ago. But we've definitely covered a oh. few of the haunted places around because there's a lot of, like, the, what are they called? Like, the elf, elf hills and whatnot in Iceland. Oh, yeah. The gremlins or the shadow people? Oh. Hidden people? Cool. What are your experiences? Oh. Give give us some live ghost oh. stories. Live ghost stories. Um, so I have a few, but it kind of depends on what you guys are in the mood for. <laughs> but All right. Give us the, like, the, the highlight. The highlight? Okay. Yeah. What, yeah. what are the themes to choose from? Uh, uh, I'm a medium and I have like, uh, it goes back like generations all the way to the Viking age. Viking age. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. That is so cool. <laughs> and it's, um, so it skips one generation at a time and it only affects the women in the family on my mom's side. Is your mom super jealous? Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But kind of at the same time, she's just like, God, I'm so happy this is not happening to me. I, yeah, that's true. Do you have any sisters? So in like the way start of it, uh, my first experience was when I was like six. And that's when my great grandma came to say goodbye to me when she died. And she like walked into my room, sat on my bed and said, sweetie, I have to leave, but take care of your dad. Aww. And I didn't think anything of it like I thought she was actually there (laughs) but like five minutes later my mom walks in and tells me she passed away like in the morning like way in the morning wow Uh, (laughs) and that's yeah I'm so sorry for your loss but I'm also glad that you did get that last moment even though you didn't necessarily know in the moment yeah that it would it was yeah it was really nice yeah and it like kept growing through the years and I like I couldn't go into churches because they were always full of people I couldn't go into cemeteries because of the same reason and uh you guys you know the feeling when you're in the bathroom you're washing your face and you feel like somebody's standing behind you yeah there's somebody standing yes. behind you mm-hmm. oh ah! <laughs> no like literally like if you like really randomly have a feeling like who is that in your mind it's real like everybody has this why are they being so creepy (laughs) you just feel like it's creepy but they're probably just checking up on you okay (laughs) in most cases but not (laughs) some (laughs) i really wish i washed my face before going on campfire stories tonight that i was already done with my bedtime routine um yeah um my experience it like died down a lot during my teens because of you know teen problems 
And um, when I <laughs> gave birth to my uh, younger son this year, everything spiked up again, extremely. Um, and <laughs> wow. I thought I was having hallucinations from sleep deprivation. <laughs> oh, so you were truly like zero to a hundred experiencing yeah. so much around you. Yeah, like extreme. And um, so the story that was has always been stuck in my mind since it happened and like made people believe me when I tell them that I'm a medium is, uh, so I'm a nail artist, <laughs> nail te- technician. How fun. Very creative. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I got this girl she came in for her nail appointment and I was just like, oh my God, I know you from somewhere. And I couldn't put my finger on it where it was from. And then I started thinking like way back and I remembered like a week before an old man was sitting in my bedroom while I was feeding my son in like the middle of the night. And he was sitting in my uh, husband's oh. gaming chair that's in my bedroom for some reason. And he was sitting there just waiting patiently for me to wake up. And when I woke up, he stood up, sat sat down by my side and showed me a picture. And in that picture, he was a lot younger and he was sitting in an old kitchen, like 70s kitchen, and he was holding a little girl in his arms. And he told me to give a message to her and tell her that he knows that she doesn't have to worry that he knows and that was the only thing that he told me and then he was gone and I I decided to ask her like if her his if her grandfather passed away in the past three years and she said yeah and I asked her if he died of lung problems because the first thing that I heard when I woke up was like the hefty breathing, like rattling in the chest. And she told me that, yeah, he died of lung cancer. <laughs> and, um, and then I told oh her the message gosh. and like everything about what, what he looked like. And he, she showed me a picture of him and it was him. And uh, I asked her like what the message meant for her. And she told me that the day that he died, uh, they were on their way to the hospital. And, um, they were driving there and she hadn't been having a really good relationship with her grandfather because of she was being a teenage rebel and just hated everything and everybody. And they were on the way to the hospital and they got in a car crash. And when they got like, Oh my gosh. But they were okay. And they continued to go to the hospital afterwards and they missed him. Like, by two minutes he was gone oh that's so yeah. heartbreaking she told me that the only thing that she has like wanted to tell him and wanted him to know was that how much she loved him and was going to miss him and he knows she doesn't have to worry about it oh <laughs> wow this that is oh like such a heart-wrenching <laughs> But also, like, proves you have such a strong gift and, like, that you can bring these messages to people. Yeah, I didn't even realize I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
But also probably so tough on you, right? Because you don't necessarily know when messages are going to come through or what they're going to be. And that's a lot to take on emotionally and to navigate conversations with both the people and the spirits that are trying to handle what's being presented in front of them. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. And I have had to like recently, recently, my God, I hope my accent isn't too bad. Great. Um, I have had to recently like close it down a little bit because it's like preventing me from sleep and it's happening in my dreams and it's just getting too much. Yeah. You need to sleep and take care of yourself and the spirits need to respect that. Yeah. Um, I have been hinting at hinting at another story about the lava children. If you guys remember that, I don't know. I do I remember that. Telling that story, but I do have a lot of other ones. Um, so like I said before, my like mediumship goes back, like way back. And um, my grandma and my great grandma, they were really active in this. And people, you, you like say here that before a volcano erupts, you can hear crying children just in the middle of nowhere, just in the, in the lava. Just out. Oh my gosh, why? <laughs> oh my god. And, and there's like this thing that people had to do like 100, 200 years ago that when they couldn't take care of their children in Iceland because it was really poor. They just walked out into the lava with their children and left them there. And <gasps> no. Yeah. This is that so... is so heartbreaking. Yeah. And there's like a lullaby that my mom used to sing about that. Oh. It is like the creepiest song ever. Um, but yeah. Can you sing it for us? Yeah, wait. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're open to it. Sure. Moder mini qui 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 wow that was beautiful it sounds beautiful but you said it was creepy so wait what's the translation okay it's about it's a child talking to their mother that they left behind it's a it's a ghost story it's the baby haunting the mother Oh my god. You left me here, wow. I'm gonna cry. Like Okay. You left me, I'm gonna haunt you. Ooh. Like I have chills all over my body. This is wow. Wow. Yeah, people say I mean, that the cries that we hear before a, a volcano erupts is the children that were left behind. What are you haunting? The fact that that was also like a like a lullaby that your mom would sing to you before bed. Do you do you sing it to your kids? No, <laughs> it was, uh, it's like, you can hear it on YouTube. Uh, I can write the name of it so you can hear it like properly because I'm not a, the best oh, singer, yeah. but, and it's longer than this. And it's really fucking creepy okay. when you hear the <laughs> recording. <laughs> Your singing was amazing. A lot of people in the chat are saying that they would love to uh, fall asleep to that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of other stories but i want to give someone else the chance (laughs) 
Well, please email us. We would love to hear them all. It sounds like you are very open and in tune and spirits come to you quite often. So please definitely do email us. Yeah, I will. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank have you. Have a great night. This makes me want to have like an entire episode that is like us doing Wait. ASMR. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> Why not? It could be just a random like bonus episode. Okay. Let me try to say it's Yonina. Yonina. I'm, I'm butchering it, but uh, the lullaby that was sung reminds me of there's this one TikToker and the username is Mackenzie Barman. And for the past like two years, Mackenzie's entire TikTok feed is her either just saying some sort of like phrase that we use in everyday language or singing a lullaby and then telling the horrifying dark backstory as to what, where it came from. And like, yeah, like blow, blow smoke up the butt is like truly a medicinal thing that they would do. Yeah. Stuff like that. But it's, it gets pretty dark. Like it is sort of lava children. I'm sure. Okay. I just put Mackenzie's username in the chat and I'm also going to go into discord and grab the link to discord as well. So that anyone who this is their first time in Spotify live or campfire stories, we two girls on ghost have a discord channel and people tend to hang out there after this as well and share more stories. Amazing. I'm also going to bring up Molly because I can't remember if I said out loud that I was going to bring up Molly, but in my head, I said I was going to bring up Molly. So I'm bringing up Molly. Okay. Amazing. Hello, Molly. Can you hear me now? <gasps> Yay! Yes. How exciting. What an amazing picture you have. How cute oh my is God. it? That's our favorite Christmas photo of all time. I'm it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Um, Corinne and I are going to send out um, holiday cards this year, but we went with a more spooky approach. But next year, Corinne, I think we have to do the Molly approach. I know. You need to do like the 80s glamour photo shoot Christmas photos. It's so good. So cute. inspiration from you, Molly. Thank you. Um, Okay. Okay, Mine's super short. Mine's super short. But so it's at my my mom's house. We think our, our whole family is haunted by something something follows us no matter where we go but there's one one is this we think it's a lady but we don't know who it is but anyway long story short I was going downstairs to get a drink of water and I've slowly passed the lounge room to go back up to my bedroom and I hear this Molly Molly come here like someone softly whispering to come to the voice and I was like oh but no one's no one's sitting in the lounge room whatever I know if someone calls you by your name and you don't recognize a voice you just keep you keep going, you don't acknowledge it. So I kept going, kept walking upstairs. Yes. And I just kept hearing this, Molly, like, Molly, come here. Like, where are you going? And I was like, no, ignoring it. And I kept walking and the voice kept getting more aggressive. Like the tone changed, like, Molly, come here. I was like, no. And anyway, long story short, I got to my bedroom door and it literally, I heard the footsteps following up the stairs behind me, but nothing was behind me. And I closed my door, literally threw myself into my bed and then my door started rattling and banging as if someone was shaking it. <gasps> no. And then, what? and then, literally, I was told, "You've got to. You just tell it to stop." You're like, "No, I don't want this. I, you need to leave. Please leave me alone." And it just, literally, as soon as I, you know, zenned myself, it went away and it was silent. I hate that. And it happens like the, literally, the I could see the door shaking. 
Hell no. And it's happened. Oh my God. I've got seven siblings and all of us, it's something like that has happened to us on multiple occasions. All of all you? All of us. Has it happened to you more oh. than once? Oh my God, so many times. No. Yeah. So did you always sleep with your door closed? Always or closed. Locked? Always closed and like with a blanket in front of it. So if it rattled, it wasn't as loud, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah, and wait, I wouldn't want to see underneath the door crack if there were... Exactly, because some nights you'd you'd hear something like pacing in between all our bedrooms upstairs. There were four bedrooms, and you could hear and see something walking around during night just circling between the bedrooms. Oh, so spooky. It is so spooky. Now I'm scared to go to Um, bed And there's I'm no answer, so, which is frustrating. Exactly. I'm so grateful that, like, I'm in Australia, so it's, like, the middle of the day right now. So I'm, like, this is so fun for me. All good. <laughs> I know. I have, I, have, it's, I have a couple more minutes of sun left on, in L.A., and then I'm going to go to yoga. Oh, so hopefully that will take my off of it. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, your story is not great, but thank you for sharing. <laughs> no, thank you. You guys yeah, have just so made my day. <laughs> It was like the perfect thing to end on, perfect. but also like the worst thing to end on for oh, me, it. who's about to go to bed. It's like nine p.m. <laughs> dark. For sorry, hours, so sorry, not sorry. Well, also you inspired our Christmas card for next year, yeah. so Thanks. that's great too. Good. Thank you, Molly. No, thank you, guys. Have a good night. Um, my love, all straight of you out of a horror movie. Molly lives. <laughs> yes, horrifying. horrifying. I feel like a lot of our listeners, all of you, live in horror movies to some extent. I say I know, like, I'm like, oh, isn't it so sad? But, like, in my heart, I'm happy and love it. <laughs> but I'm also... <laughs> Other people's hauntings and misfortune. I eat it for dinner every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and Thursday and Sunday. Right. Every time I remember, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, but everyone, have a lovely, lovely night. And then enjoy the rest of your week. We miss you and love you all and are so grateful for all of you joining us here every Tuesday. Good night, friends. Good night. We will? We will. See you. See you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 